Welcome, everyone, to Season 6, Episode 2 of Kicks at the Castle. This is a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. My name is Matt. Prayers out to John. He's uh, He just had surgery yesterday, so he couldn't make it today. So I'll be your host, as always, joined by my homegirl, Ruby. What up? And stepping in John's place, we got Big Drip Griff. Hello, everyone. How we doing? And today, we got a special guest for y'all goes by the name of Hans, AKA not of the Southern Isles. What's going on, man? Going on, glad to be here, excited. Yay. All right, we got a great show planned for you guys. Uh, this week, we're gonna catch up with some news items. Then we got our fit of the week. Uh, and this week in World vs. Land, we're gonna compare our must-do fine dining. Ruby's gonna hold it down with the plant-based option of the week. We're gonna catch up with some recent trips on property and jump into the DMs and play some games with Hans before getting to know him better. But first, as always, let's jump into pickups. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, rule. Baby girl, watch how you move. What? I got them vests on my shoes. Hans, what you what you been copping, man? Oh, man. Well, I think the, the biggest thing that came in was actually came in yesterday. I got them right here. I got the Travis Ooh. Scott. And they are extremely clean. Damn. You've been All waiting on those for a while, right? You thought they got lost? I thought they got lost. Yeah, the QC on these is really good. I know some people are talking about stuff. Um, there was like one little tiny like glue mark, but it's so unnoticeable. They're dope. And I really like that they came with um, the four laces. The red ones are dope. They're kind of like that waxed lace, yeah. which is nice. So that's been my last cop and then uh, most recent one. And I think before that, I got the Solomons. Uh, after before all the Solomon hate, it was just at the right time <laughs> to talk yeah. about it. So <laughs> kind of happened to be happened to get them. Uh, I a lot of the people in like the field that I work in wear them because there's a cool, comfortable shoe. You're moving around all over, so I kept seeing them. And then I just thought, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna just pull the trigger and grab these because la- the re- I'll, I'll get into it later. But I met Hayden Christensen. And he wore them. And I'm like, well, if Darth Vader can wear them, then I, I got to wear so. <laughs> so, like, what is the comfort level on them? Because, like, to me, like, the most comfortable shoe is an Ultra Boost. Like, how is that compared to an Ultra Boost? I would say it's probably, it's similar. I, right now, to me, my most comfortable pair is are those the Jordan 4 SBs because they're just different material. That's yeah. probably my most comfortable shoe. And if I'm reading that at, like, the high comfort, this would be probably around a little bit underneath, I would say like similar to like an nmd one like the original ones okay are like wow. super cushiony super cushiony and then it, like the way that even though it's like a kind of a plastic wrap not a plastic wrap but it's more of like that plasticky more material it hugs your foot really nicely and it has an arch in there which i definitely need because i'm flat-footed so i don't have to put in my insoles you can just rock them with the actual insole that's already in there it's nice interesting i'm still not sold but <laughs> They do look funny. I'll give you that. They look they look kind of wonky, but like I said, if Darth Vader can wear them, then all right, I gotta give them a shot. 
I mean, people love them. So the people yeah. that I know that have them, they like all really like them. I'm I'm like one of those people that's like, I want to understand the appeal. I think yeah, it was a super hot take that you just said that the four is the comfiest shoe you have right now. I think fours are very comfortable, but like everyone's always giving me shit. Like you can't wear those in the park all day. And I'm like, I definitely do. I haven't worn the SB one. So like the fact that you said that I'm like extra curious because I, I think fours are comfortable anyways, but most people are like, they're not. So I'd love to know like what the SB ones feel like, what makes them so much more comfortable. Well, to be fair, I, I don't really own a lot of Jordans. Most of the shoes that I own are, SB, are, are the SB dunks. And those are just kind of like a mid level of comfort. And the four to compare to that, or I think any Jordan before uh, to that is just exponentially better, I feel. But that one just hugs your foot so nicely. And I think everyone had talked about the material being different. So mm -hmm. it was, to me, I'm like, well, those are like, they're insane. Dang, now I extra want a pair. Those Solomon's <laughs> kind of remind me of like the ACG line from Nike. Like I have a pair of the yeah. Mountain Flies and they look exactly like those, except like it's a little bit like tighter of material on the foot. Mm -hmm. I love ACG gears so much, but I feel like such a poser when I wear it, but I still wear it. Cause like, <laughs> I don't love being in nature, but I like love ACG wear. <laughs> it's like, look like I'm about to go in nature, but I have no intention of going in nature. It's like the yoga stuff. Like not always are people going to be doing yoga, but they rock the yoga stuff all the time. So it's like the same. That's true. That is true. That's right. All Lululemon, don't look at me in my ACG. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin, did they make Solomon in 15? You know what? I've never been interested in Solomon before, so I've never <laughs> even looked, but I'm going to say it's very slim chances. They probably have like one or two pair, kind of like how New Balance does, but it, it probably is like at least one or two, like even like the more like mainline pairs. Just checked 13. Damn. Yep. Mm. It's okay. I'm I'm used to not getting any Bigfoot love. It's it's fine. I just accept it at this point. Like I'll get into it a little bit later too. But yeah, I'm I'm used to it at this point. Well, Griffin, you got any uh, pickups this week or recent pickups? So I do have a couple. Um, especially since the last time I was on. Um, I'll start off first by saying I received an amazing care package in the mail. Uh, I actually the day I picked it up is the day that it came in. But it was from our very own Ruby. She sent a very nice care package of an amazing cup and an amazing little print with a very nice heartfelt message on the inside. And then this tiny little Mickey. Yay. Oh yeah. Oh nice. And then uh, after that, uh, a very I have some very unfortunate pickups uh, due to some recent events happening in uh, the NBA. Uh, but I have <laughs> this, uh, I picked up this, Bucks hat. Uh, it's uh, one of the Stadium Series hats that they had. Uh, it's Brook Lopez's. His nickname is Splash Mountain. So they did a little emblem of Bingo Buck, our mascot. So that's a retro look going down the Splash Mountain flume. So I have that. That's pretty uh, rare. Then the next thing I picked up, another again unfortunate thing, is I was vintage shopping with uh, just another Disney dude, Phil, uh, in St. Pete. And I found this brand new looking nike ray allen bucks jersey i it literally like as soon as i saw it i just i wasn't even planning on buying anything and i saw it i was like yeah that's it, it's brand new for a vintage nike jersey i need that um other pickup was a more recent one jedi jealous i just got in the mail the other day uh i pre-ordered it from target which Fun fact, Target doesn't do in-person pre-orders anymore. They're all online now, which is weird to me because I'm so like 
used to the old ways of like having to go to the store to pre-order everything and then lastly uh matt had these on the last episode but the setsuban dunks um i love the purple on there i love the cracked leather that they have and like the nice like brown suede on there is really nice and then they have the mask uh from the setsuban festival um it's for like the uh, japanese springtime festival is what it is and Honestly, the insides are dope cool, so I, I absolutely love them. I'm happy I was able to get them in the size 15, too. And otherwise, that's it. Those are rats. Gonna be good pickups, dude. Good pickups. Damn. Yeah, Ruby, what, what you got for us this week? So, I'm waiting on some sneakers that are supposed to come today. Rude. FedEx dropped one thing off and not the other, so now I'm sus. But um, I do still have one pair. I actually just come for them today. These pretty babies so i'm not normally a pink girl but i do like this like blush pink with the sail um sole so i think i'm gonna keep them i got them and i was like i'll see i like the tumbled leather on them here and i feel like i want to wear a little more pink so these are like very bubble gummy and i love an aj one so that i have and then i did post a reel of some stuff that I got, but I don't know if you guys shop at Cotton On at all, um, or if you have them by you, but then you have like a bunch of Disney stuff right now. So I got like this over the shoulder that bag that's like pretty spacious, which I could just easily carry to the park. And it's like a Mickey Mouse club. Um, and then like this dad hat that kind of goes with it. I got like some matching socks that go with it as well. And then they have these tees. They have a bunch of socks. So I got a bunch of socks, but they're doing like these artist series tees. So I got like this one, which has oh, kind of like this trippy I, Mickey, which that's trippy as heck. Y'all know I'm about them trippy vibes. Yeah. So it's that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got this one as well, which I just like kind of like the street art vibe. Oh, so that's cool. That's cool. Dope. I'm telling you, they had some really cool tees. I'm not like, I don't wear like crop tees or none of that business. How's the quality on, on Cotton On? I, I haven't shopped in Cotton On in like years. So Is it like Uniglo a little bit? I would say these shirts feel better than what I remember for Cotton On tees. I feel like they're not printed. You know how sometimes they do like the pop culture, like say by the Bell or some shit like that? Yeah. Um, I feel like those were printed on like a little bit cheaper tee. I think because these are like an artist series, they're on like more of a wash tee. So they they feel thin enough to not be hot, but they don't feel like cheap thin. They feel like yeah. a quality tee. And they have some really good like coupon deals if you just like look for coupon codes. So I got like a ton of shit from them for not a crazy amount of money. Um, and was definitely really pleased with everything I got. Like I said, I got like four pairs of socks also, but I'm going to probably go back and get some of the other tees as well. Cause they had a bunch under the artist series, but I wanted to check the quality first. So I ordered two and then I'm probably going to go back and order a couple more. I'm not going to lie. They got rid of cotton on here. As I was say, this is my first I've ever heard of a cotton on. I've never heard of it before. It's an Australian company. Just oh. think of like, it's kind of like a smaller version of like, kind of reminds me of like forever maybe. 21 or something yeah oh, it's God, it's like really. if it's like if forever 21 and an h&m had a baby a little bit oh okay. <laughs> yeah. that is a good and with, with like a little bit of uni glow too okay yeah yeah it's, it's pretty cool 
I do go to the like stores locations sometimes, but I don't really find stuff in there. I like as much as like online. And I just randomly got an email that was like Disney and Cotton On. And I was like, hmm? So I clicked on it and then I was seeing all the artist series shit. And I was like, oh, this is actually dope stuff that I would buy. I thought it was going to be kind of corny stuff. And it actually had some cool stuff. So I ended up ordering a bunch. That's all I got. Nice. All right. Well, so I took a trip to, uh, well, I was donating some stuff to, to Goodwill today. And then I was like, you know what? Let, let me just hop in real quick and, and see what they got. And um, I picked up a, a few teas. Ooh. So first up, I found this Lion King musical tea. I have no idea what, what year it's from. Um, it has a tag. I don't know anything about like, I know like some vintage, like it's all about like the tags and stuff and like what year it comes from. I have no idea what year this is from. But yeah, it's uh, it's like glittery. I don't know if you guys can see that. I thought it was pretty cool. And then next up, for those who don't know, I am a Ravenclaw. So I found this <laughs> wow. pretty dope tie-dye Ravenclaw tea. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope. And I was like, you know what? It's four bucks and I'm a Ravenclaw. And I was like, I oh, love yeah. it. Actually, I wish I had a Gryffindor one because and then at Griff House. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> and then the last thing that I picked up, my favorite pickup from today was this big boy goof. Oh, big print in the oh front. nice. Yeah. I love I it. Hell excited. This was this was the first tea that I found too. I was like, hell yeah. And then there there's some like like you know when you like walk in uh into like Goodwill or like any thrift store and then you see like when you see like the vintage kids like walk in and you're like fuck like I'm not gonna <laughs> find anything. Like there, there were like a few people in there and then like, I, I like, it was like one of the first teas that I picked out or like, I was just going through the racks and I was like, damn, how the heck did they not see this? And then I was like, I, I just snagged it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I gotta get this. And then I found the other two and then I was like, all right, I'm dipping out. Steal. So, yeah. Dang. I haven't done like vintage shopping in a long time, but I feel like I need to. It's like I a very calming activity that I don't do as much <laughs> All right, so moving on to Newsies. Newsies. Ruby, you want to kick it off? Sure. Uh, So first up, Across the Spider-Verse Shock Drop. I know a while back we first saw the like black ones with the spider web and everyone was like, these look kind of ass. And then these ones came out and we were all a little more excited. Like, okay, we're into these like different textures and... So I think everyone was a lot more excited about this pair. And then they had the shock drop yesterday and some of us got lucky. I did. Thank you very much, sneakers for the love. But I am super excited for these. I just, I love all the like different patterning and textures. So I can't wait to get them in hand. But what do y'all think? Did you, did anyone else hit on the shock drop or are you going to go for them when they release normal? I, I thought I, I thought I had it because I, I I got in like really easy like as soon, I think it was like eleven or one or something like as soon as I saw the notification like I was ready and I got in I even went like GS too I hit our I tried on two phones but nothing I was pending for like forty five minutes yeah but yeah I I was going to go for them and I had full intentions of it yesterday. And I was annoyed because if you look on the actual, I posted it on a Discord too, but if you look on the actual, like, for the shot drop, it said from women or men's, like, six up until a men's 18. I'm like, 
oh cool they have them my size actually and then it got to the, like if you actually clicked on it to like select a size there was nothing above a size 14. so oh, i kept trying to like what? delete the app open it again damn. try to see if it was like a, like a glitch in the system no it was, was legit just like nope we don't have anything over that size and then i was looking at the drop on the 20th coming up and they don't have it above a size 15 in that i'm so far gonna go to a 14 it's gonna be tight but i just love them so much that I, and also i never got the original origin stories so i just like yeah i i, I need these so if i have to cut a toe off or two i'll make them work for a 14. <laughs> yeah i was i didn't didn't get on the shock drop at all but i mean i'll probably go for them we'll see i've been hitting on the most random things usually ones that i really want so since I've kind of like one foot in, one foot out, maybe then I won't get it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I um, I put in for GS and then it was like maybe like two or three minutes after. And I was like, I should probably just put in for adult too, just in case I don't get GS. And then I'm glad I did because I got the adult size, but I didn't get GS. And I was like, oh, that's interesting since I put in for that one after. I'm like, sure, Nike, just <laughs> give me, take more of my money for whatever size I get. <laughs> but I was, I'm grateful I got it. So I'll, I'll take what I can get. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about them. Do any of you have the other origin story ones? No. Nope. But I, I do I do like how it's still that cool comic book effect. Like on the original ones had the little tiny dots and this time you see on like the heel you'll have like the bigger dots. I love yeah. that. Yeah, the the uh, the other ones like the leather on them is some of the best that I have on any of my Jordan ones. It's so like soft and when you wear them like I feel like sometimes people complain that Jordans can be like a little stiff. I don't normally think that, but like those ones are like so soft that like the leather is just very like moves with your foot so it's translucent in the bottom too right yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's funny too with them because when they first came out uh back in i forgot when they actually like the first one dropped but when they first came out they were sitting kind of almost everywhere like there's not that much hype around them and then as soon as the kind of the movie came out and it got a little bit more popular then all of a sudden people really started buying them up and now it's crazy inflated prices like i was looking the other day and it's gone down after the second version of phases dropped but i think in my size in most places it was like one to 1500 now as it used to be 2k like back like after they first dropped after the first initial surge happened so yeah I, i'm hoping that that kind of keeps the trend and then somehow these get below a certain amount so i can actually get the origin stories too but I remember that because I almost copped them because they were going for under retail. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. I was like, because eh, I feel like no one copped them because they were like, uh, I'd rather just get like a Chicago or something like these aren't yeah. like these kind of look like Chicago's. But then, yeah, like I feel like after the movie this kind of hyped it up. And then I don't know what happened. But yeah, prices just went up. Well, you said they're going over a thousand now. Yeah, for at least for my size, they were going for two thousand a couple months ago. Damn. Because uh, I've been watching wow. them because I just been seeing if they go down because I'd love to actually get the pair, and they were like around two thousand. And now I checked you yesterday after the shop drop, and my size is down to, uh, I think like a thousand ish right now. So, and then Damn. even for like these ones that just dropped in my size are also going for like fifteen hundred on both Go and on StockX right now, which is astronomical for the moment yeah, people like, we're, we're hating on them i remember john um like he was talking about like buying them and he paid used i think like i know it was it was around like 400 
no more than 600 but still even then for a used pair back then yeah. like that was that's crazy that's wild Rough. Right, moving on to fit of the week. Call this fit hell back because this fit is stupid, like dumb. Every week we pick a post where we were tagged or where the hashtag kicks of the castle is used. And this week for, I think this is the, the second time this has happened on the show where the guest is uh, fit of the week. So uh, oh, Hans. what? Yes, sir. <laughs> what? I, dang. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Yeah, I, I took it out of the run. It's it's in our notes, but I took it out of the rundown just to just to give you a surprise. But oh, uh, but yeah, man, uh, run us run run us through run us through the fit. Um, those who haven't seen it, he's uh, he's in front of uh, damn, whose castle is that? Paris. Oh, Sleeping Beauties. Sleeping Beauty in uh, the, the, Disneyland the Paris. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, run run us through the fit, man. What was, what was uh, I gotta I gotta remember what I was wearing, man. Oh, hold yeah. on. Luckily, I got my <laughs> I got my Lightroom right here, and I can look it up. Uh, oh, dang. I think sorry. you had the 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 Jordan One Low Crafts. Yeah, the, 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 the Jordan One Low OGEX, the ones that are kind of all foamy, like that, like the exposed foam. Uh, I rocked those, and then I had the vintage uh like Maps tee. So it was like a T-shirt with all of the. At the, from the time, all the Disney parks. So I think it only has Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Time, Euro Disney, and uh, Tokyo. Tokyo Disney was first, or was it Hong Kong? No, Tokyo Disney. I think. No, Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those are the, those are all on a map, and it's a front back. It's all over print, so it's the same maps on the front and the back. And oddly enough, my <laughs> I went to that area to take the photo with my girlfriend, and my she's the biggest hype woman ever. So she's like, take this, take this and pose, pose, pose. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right. So I have like a hundred photos to look through. <laughs> and then the Disney park photo pass people came by to like take your photo. And again, I'm a magic key holder here. So I'm used to being, having those photos be free. No, they send you the photos like a week later with the watermark for 20 bucks a pop. And I was like, Damn. what? So, shout out to my girlfriend for being an amazing photographer and getting me the shot for free rather than the uh, $20 photo pass. But yeah, she those shoes are also super comfortable too. That's probably my grand right now my go-to beater. Um, it's just a black and white shoe, but it's everyone always looks and it's like, oh, those are sweet because it's like the foam, the exposed foam. Yeah, they're dope. Oh, yeah. Dope and that me. hat is really dope. You got that there, or you like had it? I got that. I got that there. That was another. I mean, I was on vacation, so in my mind, I was the richest man in the world. So I just bought everything, yeah. and uh, it was just super cool dad hat. The one thing about the Disney or that hat is the tag is like super long, so I had to like tuck it and roll it and put it in my hair, mm -hmm. so it doesn't it stick me out the back. But I like it's a very soft canvas material, and then it just says just Disneyland Paris nothing yeah. to it other than that and then and then the 92 on the side which is sweet i love it it's it's yeah. a really cool hat i love hats that are that style in general like it, it looks it's a really good hat i'm like oh that's a nice design i like that i don't know what it is though with disney and these damn long ass tags like y'all are trying like, yeah, they're trying to like have the CVS receipt of like tags. I'm like, shit is too long. Like, y'all do not need to do that. That's how all the ones over here have been too. They, I was like, gonna like buy a hat the other day. I was like, this is a dope hat, and I just like saw the tag, and it was like that long. It's like, who needs that long of a tag? Like, you can't see that much information on there that we need. I don't need to know like every like fiber of polyester that's in this like just let's move on with my life I'm out over it 
Yeah, yeah that's how to wash it. Cold, cold wash, tumble dry low. You know. <laughs> now, well, they have, they have the symbols for that though. Oh yeah, yeah true. true. <laughs> Which is like actually really good to have. I remember growing up, my mom had the uh, printout of all those symbols, so I knew what they meant when I started doing my own laundry. And there's a lot of those symbols are pretty, you know, intricate. Dang, I don't know that much about those symbols because I hate laundry and everything to do with it. So, but I feel like it would be helpful because there's definitely been stuff that I ruined, and I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> Probably yeah. a good, good label indicator that could have avoided that fiasco. <laughs> Well, regardless, man, Fire Fit, thanks for the tag. Um, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. If you'd like to be featured next, uh, don't forget to tag us and use the hashtag Kicks to the Castle in the parks or not. Up next, we got Land versus World. Let's get ready to rumble! Each week, we pick a landmark or aspect from Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resort and decide which park has it better. This week, we are talking about our fine dining go-tos. Hans, have you ever been to Disney World? I have not. I'm going for my first time in August. I'm excited and I'm only, sadly, I might only be able to do one day, unfortunately, which is the worst. I'm going for a work trip, but I'm going to try and fandangle another day or two to get over there and uh, see more than just one or two parks for one day. You said in August? In August, yeah. Oh, maybe you'll be here when, I think John's gonna be here in August. Oh, sick. We all meet up. Um, That'd be dope. But did you do any fine dining in uh, Paris? Uh, in Paris, no, but I, what, I will say, what, I, what I will speak to for the dining as a whole in Paris is that all the little, like, you know, Disneyland's version of like, you know, the Rose Cafe or all those things, every area is super on theme. So when you go into, the area like by Alice in Wonderland, uh, there's like a, a maze around the Queen of Hearts castle that they have there. There's a place to eat there. And when you walk in, the it's almost like the restaurants have to almost have, have like a ride feel. So there's all these little characters and little uh, like artwork and all these, there's like a Mr. Toad's cafe there. And it's mm. decked out with all these different portraits of Toad as like, uh, as like Napoleon or Toad as a rugby player or all these just random portraits. It's, it, every, it's really, it feels really interactive. So what I will say to that is at least all of those smaller places feel bigger and maybe not as fine dining, but they just feel more important because I think they, as a, when they were first constructed, they probably didn't have that many rides. So it's yeah. the, the eating almost feels like a ride. That's cool. Huh. Well, where's your, um, where's your, I guess, go to fine dining at Disneyland? In Cali, probably either uh, I don't I wouldn't consider uh, Trader Sam's fine dining, but like I, I love Trader Sam's uh, or the Blue Bayou. Um, main most of the time is just walk up and then waiting four or five hours. I mean, I usually un unlike other people that love to eat all the time at Disneyland, I'm mostly just going to like spend time with my friends and hang out rides. Like I don't mind holding a beer and sitting in an hour line as long as I'm like hanging my friends. We're just talking, catching up, or just going around the park and just walking steps in but uh usually blue bayou it's like one of those places i went to as a kid being on the ride always being like oh i want to i want to eat there so it's just nostalgic and kind of one of those happy places for me oh griffin um i know you've never been in disneyland but uh i guess where where your go-to fine dinings so for me probably the best ones i've been at at disney world 
I think my favorite of all of them that I've been to has been Tiffin's at Animal Kingdom Lodge or Animal Kingdom. Uh, it honestly, I was pulled away back when they used to have the uh, actual show at Animal Kingdom. They don't longer have that anymore. But when they had that, you used to be able to get it was a uh, appetizer, entree, dessert, and front row seats for the show, and it was like sixty bucks a person, I believe, at the time. And it was honestly worth it. So we would do that. And like you could get anything on the menu that they had. So it was always worth it to do that. So honestly, Tibbins is really good. It's really underrated. I don't think a lot of people actually eat there. Uh, most people just go to Nomad Lounge, which is uh, right next to it, attached to it. And not a lot of people go to actual Tiffin's Tiffin's because I feel like most days you really want to, you could just walk up there and they would be able to accommodate people. Then the secondary one that I used to say would have been like good back in the day is California Grill. I don't like it as much uh, for the same exact reasons. I, the opposite reasons why I do love Tiffin's is that they switched over to uh, like you pay for a set amount for a set meal menu now. And the options just aren't as good as what they used to be back in the day. And because of that, I don't really like to, we haven't been there since they just started during the 50th. And then since the 50th, I think they still kept it, but they just changed the menu, of course. And this hasn't been anything like that's like intrigued me at all. The views are always amazing, especially for fireworks, but I just don't think that it's like worth the price for the kind of mediocre food that they have. But back in the day, I would have suggested California Grill. And you would still kind of do just because of the actual like niceties they have. Nice. Uh, Ruby, Where have, have you fine dine at um, Disney World at all? No, I haven't. Because I never like plan my trips to Disney World enough in advance. And I think when I was a kid, I might have when I went when I was a kid. I don't really remember my trip that well from when I was younger. But yeah, I never like plan my trips enough in advance to like really coordinate for any of that. And there's so much like quick service or snack things that it's like once I go I just end up doing that but I would love to like every time John shares about all his reservations and stuff I'm like okay I want to do a trip where I like actually do plan ahead of time so that I can do some of that if I get an annual pass I will definitely do more like planning ahead um but as far as Disneyland fine dining I mean, I don't know if this is really fine dining, but that burger at the Club 33 Lounge was really bomb. That's just like a rich flex that I'm going to just throw out there just because, you know, why not? But no, Blue Bayou is really where it's at. I mean, it's the ambiance. I love Lamplight, but the service there is straight ass for the most part of my experiences, which sucks. <laughs> Sorry to anyone there, but like, I still go. The food is good, but like, damn, it's nothing like Blue Bayou. Like, I've never had bad service at Blue Bayou. And like, it's just the whole vibe in there. Like the people on the ride, I mean, it just, it doesn't get better than that. The food is good. Um, like you Hans, like I remember going as a kid and like my mom being like, okay, we're going to like put an outfit change for you in there. So we can like get dressed up at night to wear a nice outfit to Disneyland to go to dinner. And so like, I think of it as like true fine dining because I have that like experience of having done that. And it's fun. So I that's that's my choice. But I would love to try more of the Walt Disney World stuff because I mean y'all do have a lot of cool restaurants. I went to like the restaurant that's in Epcot, like next to Paris or whatever. I don't know if that's considered fine dining or not, but it was awesome. uh Monsieur Paul. Yeah, the Monsieur Paul or there's another one too, the actual main one in France. Uh Chef de France. Chef de France, yeah. Yeah, that one I think. 
So there, there's a like, I mean, Chef de France is like your table service, and Monsieur Paul is like your 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 bougie. Bougie, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was that because we did this like a random walk up like before they were closing. So I just yeah. think that Monsieur Paul was closed for a decent amount. I think just recently opened within the last couple of months. So I think it was the chef one. I don't know. Get all the, the list from John before I go for my first time. I feel like he's eaten almost everywhere over there. Yeah, I feel like he's been to more restaurants than I have, and I live <laughs> well, here. He did live there for thirty seven days. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, for for me, uh, when it comes to Disneyland, like I know I haven't really experienced, I guess, fine dining. Like I went to the one in. Um, that's not really fine dining though, because it's like it's like an all you can eat. But I went to the one in what's the one in Grand Californian. To storyteller, no storytellers. Yes, yeah, I did that um, last year for my birthday dinner because yeah, I, I wanted to get Blue Bayou, um, but yeah, it, there, there just wasn't anything available. And I don't know. I feel like you guys don't really have that much. I mean, besides Club Thirty Three. Now, let me ask you guys this: for Club Thirty Three, do you guys get like personalized menus? So, like, does it say your name on it and stuff? I don't know because I ate in the lounge part and oh, in okay. like the restaurant part. Yeah. I feel like if you go to the restaurant part, you probably do get a menu with your name on it because that shit's like hella expensive. Phil yeah. just so we can like ask him because I think that's where they ate. The other one is just like it's like a lounge. So you're True. like but um yeah I I feel like you do get your name on the other one. Or at least like I I feel like our version of Club 33 is uh, Victorian Alberts. Like that is like the most bougiest restaurant. I've never eaten there, but I know it's like you get it's it's like it's like an eight course meal. It's um it's like personalized. It has your name on it, and it tells you exactly like what you're gonna eat each course. But I feel like not that many people talk about Victorian Alberts, and because it's so expensive. Well, I mean, so is Club 33, but I feel like everyone like just loves club 33 it's i feel like when it comes to fine dining like club 33 is like the final boss like <laughs> like you, like you you've done it all until you get to club 33 that, that that's gonna be my goal for for next year yeah the exclusivity of that i think probably yeah. plays a huge factor for sure that that is that, that's probably why too because i mean anyone can make a reservation at um victorian alberts but no one can um like you have to be like invited or know someone that can make the reservation for you um at club 33 so that yeah that is true um but i mean for my go-to's in disney world i would say my my number one is is flying fish someone told me that like as funny as it sounds that flying fish has better steak than than yachtsman and Yachtsman has better seafood than Flying Fish. And Flying Fish is a seafood restaurant and Yachtsman is a steak house. And someone told me, they're like, yeah, get the New York Strip and you'll thank me later. And I, I did. And it was still to this day, the best steak I've ever had. Like they use wow. like this. And I don't even like New York Strip. I'm a rib guy. guy. And like the crust that they put on it is, is crazy. But other than that, I do like also going to Topolino's, which is the restaurant at, um, at Riviera. Um, I mean, service over there is crazy good. Um, I only went there once, but the time that I went, I was on like a I was on like a low like sodium diet, and I told them that, and they made I got like the the fish, and it was one of the best fishes I, I 
meals I, I've ever had. And yeah. there's no salt, there's no sodium. I mean, from the fish, but I mean, it was it was so good. Like it was crazy. And I had like these potatoes that were like hella crispy, but then soft. Like it was it was crazy. Are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's like, like dinner time over here. So <laughs> if you could if you could halt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I, I compared to uh, Disneyland and Disney World. I mean, like just Disney. I mean, even Disney Springs, like mostly all the the restaurants oh, there restaurant. are, are all fine dining like one by george uh boathouse like boathouse is probably my go-to when i go to disney springs more um, motos too uh i don't part, i know a lot of people on discord <laughs> don't like it i like it but like i know a lot of people like aren't the biggest fan but Which it's one? so more um, it's the um <laughs> japanese restaurant that's i mean he's an iron chef right yeah iron chef yeah i i don't know doesn't do it for me <laughs> Another yeah, that other one with those little biscuit sliders over there. It's like a southern front porch. Uh, homecoming. Oh, homecoming. Yeah. Dude, the deviled eggs yeah. there and those little oh. like fried chicken biscuit slider things. The oh. donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called chicken donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know good. what it was, but it was delicious. <laughs> Another um, one that like you made me think of when you said the steak is Shula's at the Dolphin. Not a lot of people I know have gone there just because technically it's a Disney restaurant because it's on property, but also the Swan Dolphin is not like a Disney hotel. But like yeah. not a lot of people go there often. It is really good. It's a really good steakhouse. I really want to try um, Le Cellier. Um, I heard like their steak is is really, really good, but I I, I'm not, I haven't been there yet. One day I'll visit uh, Griffin. I think he still works there. Not you, Griffin. <laughs> Other friend of the pod, Griffin. But yeah. I mean, Disney World, I, I feel like you can't really go wrong when you go to like any like fine dining restaurant and they're all like, it, it's literally like night and day when it comes to like quick service and, and fine dining. It's, I, I love it. I think aside from Blue Bayou, I mean, and Club 33, what else is, if you look at Disney California Adventure, like Carthy Circle, but I think, I mean, that's not many, I feel like, or even Downtown Disney, it's what, Naples? Yeah. And really like that's about it, or Jazz Kitchen. Yo. Sidebar, that new Jazz Kitchen design is straight garbage. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like I don't know. Y'all should have just changed the name because the whole exterior of this looks basic as all hell and it screams nothing of jazz. It looks like some random like mid-century modern themed restaurant from the outside. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? I just want to know why. <laughs> They're probably like making that less appealing so everyone goes to tiana's restaurant when that opens i can't believe john missed all that meat talk <laughs> yeah honestly i'm curious like what what he would say because i mean he he's obviously been here so many times like i wonder what his his take probably like i don't know uh space 220 or something but i guess uh he'll he'll give his two cents next week uh but all right Moving on to trips and drips. This segment where we talk about our recent trips to the parks, the shoes we wore, uh, the food we ate, and rides, whatever. You guys already know the deal. Hans, you had a uh, a pretty uh, crazy trip uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, t- tell us about that. So I went to uh, me and my me and my girlfriend Ellie and my best friend uh, Dylan and his girlfriend Jen. We went to Star Wars Celebration in London. So we spent a whole week being at 
in, in London at a pretty much like a comic version of Comic-Con, but it's only for Star Wars. Uh, and got like all the new info on the new movies that are dropping in, all the shows, meet and greets. My girlfriend surprised me with a meet and greet with Hayden Christensen, which was amazing. I cheesed so hard, almost too hard. And then <laughs> when, since we're already across the pond. Is that what that picture like, is back behind you? That's it. That is what this picture <laughs> right here and cheesing way too hard. But, nice. yeah, Love it. It <laughs> but aside from, aside from that, since we're already over there, we're like, well, we got to go to, you know, to Disneyland Paris. So we spent the day at Disney Paris uh, after the convention. And it's my second time there. Uh, I got to actually experience it with someone who really, truly probably loves his Disney just as much as, uh, as I do. My girlfriend, she is a Disney princess, not for Disneyland, but she owns her own Disney princess company or princessing company. So she dresses up as Rapunzel and Ariel and all that, all that every weekend for four or five year olds. And it's just, I don't know, that's probably, it's my favorite part by far. The castle walkthrough of Sleeping Beauty's castle has the original, has like these stained glass windows you can walk and kind of hang out on the actual roof of the castle and hang out over the edge and feel like you're rapunzel letting down your hair like i said all the food places feel like rides in themselves and then i think it has more thrill both indiana jones there is has a uh, is a roller coaster with a loop and then space mountain has three corkscrews in their version of space mountain and then they just opened their version of avengers campus at disney hollywood studios there and it has uh the new it's called uh, avengers flight force and it's basically a six flags roller coaster in a box and i say that in a box because more like a um like a dark ride like um it's indoor yeah it's indoor yeah and it's unreal it takes off like uh incredicoaster but then it has all the lights like when they do um when they do hyperspace mountain so it replaced just... rock and roller coaster over there right and um in Paris, yeah. So I think it, it's it's what what was probably there before. Yeah, it's super. It's super rad. I love it. It was unreal. And I, my favorite thing about everything at Paris is that for all the pre-show for the rides, there is one. There's always two characters. One character speaking French and one character speaking English. So you have Iron Man, Tony Stark, speaking French, saying <laughs> whatever he's saying in French. But then you have Brie Larson as uh, Captain Marvel like agreeing and talking to her as she totally understands French apparently in the show. So <laughs> it's really funny, but it, it's again to cater to everyone because you have people from literally all around the world going there, especially more in more international because so many different countries in that area speak different languages. So they mm. kind of have to have English and then something for the French there. But when I took four or five different uh, vintage teas, did some tea swaps, but everything is in the same pants and shoes because I couldn't, I was also there. I was there for two whole weeks in Europe, so I had to like be very selective what I can bring with me. But yeah, that property is just by far one of my favorites. And of course, along with the castle, you have the uh, the dragon underneath, which is yeah, unreal and truly terrifying. I think that park <laughs> would scare a lot of children because even they have a um, outside of the teacups. There's a Alice in Wonderland maze, like a hedge maze that we truly got lost in. We spent probably 45 minutes in this maze and we were, didn't know how to leave. And so I can only imagine losing your child and then being lost and being afraid. So there's but, no like emergency exit? I, I, there really wasn't. <laughs> I, I, every, like, there was parts where you were just stuck and you didn't know where to get out. Dang. But 
still still super fun i mean i it's, it's kind of it's i wouldn't say it's super crazy but i mean I, I get disoriented all the time so to me i was lost yeah yeah and, all, and then alongside with that alongside with just um the the new aspects seeing different things like they have the um like the flying carpets not instead of dumbo but like with that too and then some of the same and then some things that are the same seeing it i think what, one of the things i always was told as a kid kind of, kind of like how oh when you flush the seat in Australia, the water goes the other way. They're like, oh, when you go to Euro Disney, the Dumbo goes the other way around. I'm like, really? And it doesn't, but. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Any, um, like, different snacks that they have that you tried? Um, I think just Europe in general is less salt and everything. So something just things didn't taste the same. I did have the, um, in their version, like in Tomorrowland, there's like a Star Wars section where they have Star Tours and then their Hyperspace Mountain. They have a, uh, they're like their Mustafar bites. So it's like to kind of make fun of Anakin when he gets burnt to a crisp. So you, they're like chicken nuggets that are regular and then Mustafar bites that are black with like cheese in the inside. So it's kind of graphic when you think about when Anakin gets burnt to a crisp and there's flesh and blood <laughs> everywhere. That's but pretty you can, funny. You, blend, you, you bite into this black, crusty cheese curd, basically. Uh, oh it's Ooh. super good. I took a picture. I probably gotta post it at some point. I have so much photos, so many photos that I haven't posted. Did y'all, did uh, y'all see are... Griffin's uh, eyebrows go up when when you said cheese curd? <laughs> cheese curd. <laughs> like, yeah, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, that was good. And then, but again, this needs everything. I feel like needed salt. I think maybe that's just like an American to European thing. And uh, we went to just outside of uh, like their frontier or Adventureland. There is like a pizza spot. I think it's I can't I forgot his name. The Colonel, like the like the elephant Colonel something from uh, I can't remember what movie it's from, but it, he they have like a pizza place taken after that. Book? Yes, yeah, and uh, thank you. Yeah, discombobulated already. And uh, I got we had pizza there, and then we ate at, like somewhere in, we're in Paris, so I didn't want to spend all my time at Disneyland. I, I had to still eat dinner in, in Paris, so had, did that, but. Yeah, mostly just a few, a few things to snack on. There's um, there's two parks there, right? Yeah, there's uh, Disneyland Paris, formerly known as Euro Disney, right? And then uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. It's super small. It they most of it fe- uh, Disney Hollywood Studios there feels like what Pixar's Bugs Land used to be, um, but it's more it's Toy Story themed, so it's more carnival rides. How we have the jellyfish, they have just like their Green Army men that come down. Um, those like boat rides you ride as a kid where it's like a boat and you go back and forth and it kind of goes higher and higher. They do that. Oh, but yeah, with yeah. They do that, but with, with RC car. And then, um, there's, there's a slinky coaster, but it's not, it's like a kitty dragon coaster. Almost like if you go to a carnival that it lasts 20 seconds. So it's definitely more child friendly that area, but it's, uh, again, very small. And I would say even California, probably it, Compar- comparable to being half of California Adventure, I think. Dang. But they are going to, they're expanding it now. So they did have the Avengers Campus. They're going to think add one more thing and then they're going to have their opening Arendelle there. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yep. So Very that'll cool. be, I got to find another reason to go there because, of course, my girlfriend dresses up as, uh, as uh, Elsa all the time. So I got to go there and take her there. Very cool. I can't believe how excited I get when I hear Frozen things now. I always love like, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with your old self? 
yeah it's it's like a bucket list for for me for sure i mean i'm pretty sure every disney adult wants to go to disneyland paris um but um but yeah i definitely want to go out there for uh for electroland for sure next is uh so they announced that the next star wars celebration is in 2025 in japan so i'll be definitely going to tokyo disney at sea in 2025 that's a plan spend another two weeks in (laughs) over there hell yeah go to japan it's like (laughs) i like recently just started looking at planning our wedding and like uh, the impetus of getting me even started going was like well, I can't go on a honeymoon to Japan until I get married, so I need to plan this wedding so that I can get some. <laughs> <laughs> Priority. Priority. <laughs> All right, Griffin, how many times did you rather people move her this week? I rode two times, actually, this week. It was on a weird weekend. I went to actually twice. Uh, I met up with my family. Uh, my fiance and I went to uh, meet up with them and a couple of our family friends that are in town at uh, Trader Sam's. Uh, we went to... We started off because Trader Sam's been open until three o'clock, so we actually started over at Grand Floridian. We met them there. Uh, they're out by the pool bar there, and then they went upstairs. Or we all went upstairs to go to Enchanted Rose after that. Then we just kind of sat there for a while. Enchanted Rose is cool on the inside. Uh, the drinks are pretty good. I always enjoyed it there. Uh, it's kind of weird when you go early because I feel like it's a better bar at night. But um, but otherwise, after that, we then. Popped on the monorail and went over back to Trader Sam's when our uh, name was got called. We went in there and Trader Sam's is always just like so much fun. I just absolutely love tiki bars and just the epitome of just all tiki bars in once, especially like all the cool drinks and the cool effects that they do with the drinks. Uh, I think my fiance ordered the Krakatoa, so they did like the whole watch out there's hot lava and they had like all the volcanoes explode around the whole entire like inside it's it's honestly so much fun there um but that's what we did i wore a fancy feelings um they did a polynesian shirt like a poly shirt for the hotel and then i wore my gore-tex uh element Jordan ones that are kind of like a i think they call them like a curry color but they're kind of like an orange like pumpkin spice color way uh because it's supposed to pour that day uh, then on I think it was Monday on Monday I went to go to magic because I didn't get to go to magic the other day so I really wanted to go to magic I literally just went there just to ride uh two things FIFA mover which I wore where I rode like twice just to get some pictures and then then I wore the um or then I went and rode pirates too because I just absolutely wanted to ride pirates so when I did both those things and then afterwards uh, to Magic, I wore a Fancy Feelings, um, they have a, 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 a Space Mountain shirt slash like Tomorrowland shirt. So I wore that and then I wore my off-white Summer Pack Dunks, the Lot 7 of the 50. I wore those and then afterwards I met up with my dad and a couple or and all our family friends are still there and we went to uh, studios. We were going to go to Fantasmic, but due to everything that happened over in Cali, the one over here is actually shut down. Uh, it was shut down on Monday and Tuesday, so we weren't actually able to go watch that. So instead, we just did a couple of things. We ate at Docking Bay 7. I had the ribs that they had there, and they were really good. Um, our friend had the chicken tip yip, which was, uh, they said it was pretty good. I've had it before, um, and I liked it. And then my dad had the ribs too. And then after that, uh, we went over to do to Midway Mania. And then after Midway Mania, we uh, basically waited to like kind of before park closed and rode Slinky at night, which is probably one of my favorite like nighttime rides. It's a lot of fun. 
Um, and then after that, we went to, we closed and were the last people on Mickey's Runaway Railway. And honestly, it was like being like the last person able to actually look at the queue and like break down Mickey's Runaway Railway queue over in Disney World. Ours is so bad in comparison to Disneyland. We got so screwed over with that. Like it's a very like Disney World or Disneyland thing, but ours is so bad, like the queue in the inside. But that's exactly how it did for uh, a great movie ride too. Like I just recently rewatched some video Great Movie Ride and it looks exactly the same. Uh, but when we went over to Disney, uh, or when we went over to Studios, I wore a um, vintage, it was a vintage tee, but it was basically Mickey looking at fireworks going above all of the parks. Um, even had like the studios with the um, magician's hat, or sort of Mickey's hat. And then I wore, I changed into my ACG Mountain Fly one. But otherwise, that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. So it was, it was kind of weird, like, two trips that I had. Nice, nice, nice. Ruby, uh, you make it to the parks this week? No. I was supposed to go on Saturday and do, we've been doing these little date uh, nights. Me, Phil, and John, and our significant others, we were all supposed to go to Blue Bayou. They went, they had a good time. Unfortunately, my doggo was sick, so I couldn't go. So I didn't actually make it to the park this weekend, which is a bummer because... I have some business travel going on soon, so I'm not going to make it to the park for a couple of weeks, which is like now is the time for me to go. So I'm like extra bummed, but doggo comes first. So I'll have to catch them on our next reservation. We were originally supposed to go to wine country and then Phil asked me to end up snagging blue Bayou instead. So that's why they swapped to that. But I know that John had the steak which looked really good. He sent me a picture. I was like, <laughs> I'm crying now. Thank you. <laughs> so now I didn't make it, but I wish I had. What about you, Matt? Um, yeah. So uh, my cousin did like a, a, a quick trip. She's from Chicago, which um, she came with like her friends and I asked them if they knew what a bubbler was and they had no idea what I was talking because about. They're from I was Chicago. like, they're... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because we were filling know. up our water bottles, and I was like, "Hey, what do you what do you guys call this?" And they're like, "A water a water fountain." And they're wrong. It's okay. My fiance does the same thing, and she's wrong too. She's from Chicago originally too, and I she's just, we have. It's funny that we're like so close, but have just completely different what we call things. I yeah, I met up with my cousin. They were already drinking around the world. Um, I think they're uh, like countries in already but they were going like they were going in like crazy order because they they started off at um because they're staying at the swan and they started off at international gateway um but i met them up at uh at germany and i was going to get the noodle gratin for those who don't know it's a like fire like mac and cheese type thing with it's like mac and cheese with like custard but they don't have it anymore and i was so salty I was so mad and I was, I, I went there hungry and yeah, and they didn't have it. So had to settle for some uh, food and wine stuff or not food and wine, flower and garden stuff. Um, we started off with some, or I started off with some frushi and then um, at Morocco, I got, or we got the, uh, the lamb and uh, like chicken kebabs. Um, and I tried it as I forgot what it was called, but it was really good. Um, I had like pistachios in it. And then, baklava? no, it wasn't baklava. It was like a, it was, it was like a cake, and it had like candied um, pistachios like on the side and stuff, like, or like sprinkled on top. 
and then we had a lightning lane for uh frozen did frozen and then we walked back over and then did or walked over to france and then we did remy's um i also got a crepe there too uh i got the ham and cheese one for the first time yo that is that that is like underrated like a lot of people go for like i think it's like the salmon forgot the other one is like a chicken one but the ham and cheese is is fire uh, i got it from the quick service and then um yeah we rode remy's and then after that we took the boat over to basically from like morocco and then took it over to wherever the boat goes like near canada and then we rode figment and then we got the lumpia on that once once we we're on that side and then they were drinking more they had to do i forgot what countries they had to do and then towards the end of the night i went to rose and crown for the first time like as a sit down got the uh we each got uh the, the fish and chips which is literally i mean you get a little bit more rose and crown i think they gave it was like three or four pieces um but they're like smaller pieces because the one in the quick service you just get like one thick piece but rose and crown you get like three like little pieces but it's honestly the same exact fish um just three smaller ones and then oh they, they had this like i think it's called like a scotched egg <laughs> which is yeah. basically a boiled egg with sausage around the egg and then it's deep fried yo that i was a little bit skeptical about it at first but that thing was it was fire it was very peppery but it was it was so good um and then after that we we watched epcot forever which i honestly i didn't really like it when it first came out but i was like damn this is actually this is actually pretty good and that was that was it oh i wore the um the salehi crocs because i know it's gonna be walking around all day and yeah i was i was kind of lazy but yeah it's a pretty fun day nice Day, bro. Lots yeah. Of oh, I'm meeting um James is I, I think he's still in Virginia, but he's he's on his way here to uh to Disney World and uh meeting up with him on Friday. I think he's gonna nice. be at Animal Kingdom. So oh dang, I don't know if I made a reservation yet. I need to do that. <laughs> but uh yeah, but yeah. Three, you can just go. Oh yeah, true. That is true. Yeah, I forgot about that. So next up, herbs plant-based option of the week. I Every week, Ruby will make a plant-based selection for those looking for some in-park food options. Um, yes, John, we are talking to you. Um, <laughs> Ruby, what do you got for us? Okay, so I haven't tried it, but I think it does look pretty good. Uh, so there's some new stuff for Star Wars month going on. Uh, so at Docking Bay 7, they have this temple root leaf and moss salad. I feel like just saying that title, John is going to like yak when he watches this episode. <laughs> but it actually sounds pretty good. So it's like a sweet, savory salad greens with brined vegetables, roasted mushrooms. And then the part I'm most interested in is the fried potato noodles. So like those are three words that I love. So them combined is like, I'm very curious. I love fried things. I love potatoes and I love noodles. So I want to know more. Um, if anyone tries it, let me know. If you are not fully plant-based and you do eat some animal byproduct, they do have one that you can get that also comes with a soy marinated soft boiled egg, which also sounds really good. 
but yeah, so it's, I think just for this month. So hopefully I will get a chance to try it before the month ends when I go on the 20th. That is my plant-based option for y'all. Sounds Dang. good, actually. Yeah, it does yeah. sound good. But yeah. All right. So um, Ruby, I think you got some, you got some Mad Libs for us. So we'll start, I'm just going to collect some stuff from you and then we'll uh, jump into Disney or Datney, some trivia, and then I'll read back your Mad Libs after it crosses. So a Disney park. Disneyland Paris. All right. An adjective. Uh, slimy. Ooh. I'm going to ask you for multiple adjectives, so just have that in your Okay. Mind. Another adjective. Sweet. A sneaker. We'll go with... Nike SP Cinco de Mayo's. Oh, a Disney character. Kronk. A ride. Pirates. Another adjective. Deep. Light side or dark side? Dark side. One more adjective. Sleepy. And an emotion. Melancholic. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Be all over. Yeah, a wild Catholic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Disney or Disney. 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 <laughs> Got it. All right. So that's you, Griffin. Oh, Disney you already know that was the extra one to beard off. It was just like Disney or Danny. Like, what? Okay. So. I got some questions for you for Disney or Daddy. Uh, we're going to start off with a hard-hitting one. First off, we have Star Wars or Marvel? Oh, Star Wars. I kind of figure that. I'm not going to lie. I went through Instagram <laughs> a little bit before this, and I saw, like, two Marvel picks compared to, like, six Star Wars. I'm like, I think this one's an easy one for to start <laughs> off with. Uh, a little bit harder one. Vintage or small shop? Oh, I love supporting so many small companies. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go Vintage. Because sometimes it's small shops that sell vintage stuff. So I feel like that's my mm-hmm. loophole. <laughs> Good loophole. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Next one's going to be blue milk or green milk? Uh, no milk because I'm lactose. But if I got to pick, hey. we're going blue. Well, isn't it, is it, is it a coconut milk? Isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's very free. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fine. But uh, yeah, I'll go blue because that's what I had. Uh, that's, that's the only one I actually have had. Okay. Next one might be another hard one for you. Uh, we have blazers or dunks. Uh, dunks. If you would have asked me like three years ago, I would have said blazers. I was on a blazer collecting kick for a minute. <laughs> okay. Next one is going to be Jedi or Sith. Jedi. Okay. After that, prequels or the originals. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say prequels just because I love how everyone hated them for so long, and then they just everyone kept hating, and then now it's like so much love like the the warmth that uh, that hayden christensen gets now when coming on a stage every, he like almost cries because it's like he, he went through all that same with ahmed best the guy who played uh, jar jar binks people mm-hmm. were sending him death threats and like now he's so welcome to the community um so i think just because and i was like 9 10 11 coming of age kind of for that time so i'm new with prequels okay next one's going to be kind of based off of uh trip to disneyland paris but Phantom Manor or Haunted Mansion? Oh, uh, Phantom Manor. It, I like how it follows the story of the of like the wife beheading all the men. It's super cool. Like it's it's like a small 
portion in ours here, but there it's that's like the main story, which is cool. Mm. Next one's another easy one. Uh, the whip or churro? That's easy. Oh, that's hard for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, that's not that easy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> I mean, comparing oh, like uh, the prequels, uh, the originals, and stuff like that, it's a little bit more of a softball. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go Dole Whip. I gotta agree with that to be honest with you. Um, especially because our trails over here are not good. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say that's <laughs> so oh, that's a Disney World answer. <laughs> so next one's gonna be uh, DCA or Disneyland. Uh, DCA because I'm the issue with drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> An issue really, as if really you like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not a real issue but i just I, there's something about having a michelada and just like enjoying the view Dude, of, the, of the do we meal. need to slide you an aaa number okay uh then lastly i do have to admit a lot of these because i don't have a lot of disneyland knowledge i had to ask for help for uh so this one last one's gonna be another disneyland mission breakout or tower of terror uh i'm i like mission breakout the it's just it's the all the different songs is fun after going on tower of terror again at paris which is completely terrifying oh yeah it's like a little it's like a little girl and she's saying things like they can hear you if you scream you're only gonna make it worse and it's truly terrifying i was scared (laughs) it's not it's like a little child it's like saying these little sweet soft nothings in your ear and you're just like this is not okay and she like just (laughs) screams at you not not it is not fun it's not i regret going on it so yes as a whole it just seems like disneyland paris is like so unhinged for when it comes to like their stuff like everything just has so much like horror to it in comparison to like the u.s bank spark 100 percent. my girlfriend and i were talking about that like this was my child my park as a kid i don't know if i would have loved disney as much it's truly terrifying (laughs) (laughs) yes and that's all we got over here for disney or detney nice all right man this is uh probably everyone's favorite part of the show when they're guests this is uh the disney hype trivia i'm nervous i'm so nervous nervous. all right question number one how many signature models does p-rod have not including the dunks oh man it's Seven? Ten. Ah, oh, shisa. All right, question number two. What color box did the Heineken dunk come in? So that, that was a uh, silver box? That is correct. All right, question number three. Name the three Star Wars inspired dunks. Um, you have the Jedis, Tauntauns, and Boba Fett. Yep, that is right. And question number four. What popular snack is not sold in Disneyland? What popular snack is not sold at Disneyland. Uh I give you a hint. Well, there there's two. One is gum and then there's another one. Oh man. I I don't I don't know. I, I'm just drawing a blank on that. Shelled peanuts. Shelled. Or peanuts peanuts with the shell cuz obviously it makes a mess. And Dang. yeah. That, that makes Which, sense. Which popcorn. Kind of peanuts? Well, without like, the shell. Like not yeah, without the shell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess they never like yeah. naked, naked peanuts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or shelled, I guess. Shelled, yeah. Yeah, shelled. shelled yeah. Correct term. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because popcorn is messy too. I don't know. Yeah. These fools be throwing popcorn yeah. everywhere. Again, all <laughs> at the bottom of my shoes. I'm hella pissed. <laughs> Keep the ducks happy. 
All right, and last question. I hope you've been paying attention to the pod because um, what is the chess-like game played in Star Wars? Oh, the chess-like game in Star Wars? Oh, God, you, you, and you said it <laughs> last time, and I didn't know it. Heard, like, you said, I was like, oh, it's Sabacc. Yeah, it's not Sabacc. Like, Wait, no, that's not. I, I don't know, and I was honestly, one of my last trips, I was like, I probably want to just get this. be kind of a cool coffee table place thing when I get older. Uh, I, I'm going to draw the blank because I've heard it, but I don't know it. Dejaric. I remember being like, oh, it's like Dinjarin. Dejaric. That's what it was. But that's yeah. it. Thank you for playing I'll the Disney Hype trivia. I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> no, you got some right. You got the dunk ones right. But all right, Ruby, you got the completed Mad Lib. I sure do. All right, and now for your Mad Lib. What up, Kicks at the Castle fam? It's me, Hans. The best place on earth is Disneyland Paris. You'll catch me there snapping some slimy pics. If you keep up with me on the gram, you know I'm all about that sweet vintage paired with some kicks. My go-to park sneaker is the Nike SB Cinco de Mayo. When I'm in the park, I always hope to see Krunk and go on Pirates, cause it's deep. If you see me in Galaxy's Edge, you know I'm repping the dark side. I recently went to Star Wars Celebration in London and it was sleepy. I was melancholic. (laughs) I hope to leave some of you in the park. (laughs) Well, that's all for me. So as they say in Disneyland Paris, au revoir. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) That's so good. I was like, damn, this is going to be interesting. (laughs) That was good. That was good. All right. So, um, Ruby's going to lead off with the interview for you. So, uh, Ruby. Yeah. So, um, one, thanks for joining. We love having you as a part of the community. You take some great photos and stuff. I know, like, photography is something you're into as well. Uh, But tell us what got you into sneakers as well as what got you into Disney. We always kind of like to start there because we are such a niche community. So, finding each other, we like to hear each other's stories. Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up uh, here in Southern California. I'm a skateboarder at heart. I, that's kind of what led me into doing what I do now. But um, I was a skateboarder. I still have my first pair of Nike SBs. Uh, they were the team edition, the USC team editions, the like really puffy, fat tongue ones. Um, and I was the thing about, you know, with skateboarding and, and Nike, obviously, with uh, beginning at SB, I remember going out of the website and it had all the team members and you could like pick them up like little like paper mache dolls and they would move around and stuff like i would sit there in class in high school just like sounds weird but like play with these little skater dudes like dolls it's just the past time and growing up skateboarding it's like an expression of what you like to do not only not necessarily with like how you do a trick but what you're wearing and um at the time being like oh let me just uh you know going to the skate shop and buying a pair of like the uyghurs and skating through them to it till they were pieces of dirt on my feet thinking back now i'm like why did i do that that's such a cool shoe I wish Dude, I would have that is that. a fire shoe too. It's an awesome shoe. Wade is so nice. Yeah. The inside with the little uh, triangles, but that's like what led skateboarding is what led me to my shoe addiction. Uh, I ended up working for Vans in high school, and I had the fifty percent discount, and I just started buying everything I could. Just so my check went straight back into the company, and then uh, started getting into just every shoe in general, um, and then. About 2017 or so, when I started working where I work now, I work at Travis Matthew as a videographer. It's like a California lifestyle uh, golf company. 
And when I got there, uh, a lot of the people who I worked with, I mean, I'd gone to Disneyland before, but everyone always had passes. And they're like, hey, we're going to go grab a drink. And I'm like, oh, cool, where are you guys going? We're going to Disneyland. You have a pass? I'm like, no, you're going to go to Disneyland and buy, get drinks. Like, yeah, we just walk around and the same thing we would do sitting at a brewery, talking around a bench. We do that, but in a line waiting for a ride. I'm like, that's amazing. Why didn't I think of that? And again, I've always loved Disney. So I'm like, I need to get a pass and do this. I haven't had a pass since forever. And it just kind of started turning into this Disney monster that I became of finding, uh, you know, just buying merchandise, collecting pins, you know, all the movies I made, I loved had t-shirts to go with them. Like, oh, that's cool. What if I wore this shirt there and take a picture or all of these things? It kind of just happened uh, pretty organically. And it was cool to find, now that I have a big boy job with big boy money, going and finding all these cool vintage pieces or uh, things that I liked as a kid and, you know, getting them now. Like the other day when you posted the uh, the aerial foam puzzle block things, like I had that stuff as a kid. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, it took me back when I saw you posted that. So, but finding things like that in stores or even going to the park now and just being able to spend time with like my closest friends, whether we're waiting in line, you know, trying to figure where to eat or anything. It's just, it, Disneyland just has that, that or like a, uh, it has like that um, aura when you're walking down Main Street and you're looking to your left and you see the light in the window or you look to your right and I'm the only person that wants to go to um, Abraham Lincoln's uh, Moments of Mr. Lincoln and everyone hates me for it, but I'll have to like sit there for 15, 20 minutes and when he's just like, oh, six foot four, leaned in flesh. And it's like, I just love <laughs> that whole thing. And yeah, it just kind of just happened organically from <laughs> being with friends. I don't know. So yeah, sorry, a long-winded, combobulated answer. As I said, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, uh, you, John, Luigi, y'all can start a Abe Lincoln Club and find y'all selves <laughs> there. I'll be <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> it's awesome. it was so funny when one of my uh, my girlfriend and I our first date, our first real date was at Disneyland. And I was like, do you want to go to Mr. Lincoln's? She's like, yeah, I love Mr. Lincoln's. I'm like, okay, cool, great. This is why I had to fight you on. This is perfect. And it's been <laughs> magical there with her fence. And like, uh, yeah, and it was even worse now because like I said, my, my girlfriend, she owns a party princess company. It's called Wishes Party Entertainment. I, I gotta drop that. And uh, on, my, on the side, I take photos for her. So we are just like always surrounded by Disney. It's become such a huge part of my life and who I am now. And I honestly sometimes can't even imagine what I was like without it. That's rad. Yeah, I think it's like cool the way like you mentioned how at your work, like people were just going to Disney as kind of like, why not? It's just like you said, it's literally better than going to a brewery because the ambiance of Disneyland is amazing. And then you might get like a ride or two out of it. Um, yeah. So I definitely think that's like a, th a thing when like people say, why do you always go to Disneyland? Like, don't you ever want to go anywhere else? It's like, no, I don't. Why would I want to? <laughs> um, but so you mentioned that your girlfriend has her cool princess party company, which mm -hmm. like, I imagine that's like what kids hire when they have like the different princesses at their birthdays and whatnot. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I noticed that you guys went to princess night and had some pretty cool costumes. Yeah. And I seen that like for Star Wars Celebration, you had some cool costume. When did you like kind of get into like that part of Disney life? So that's, I think feels where it's like moves into like the Comic-Con and like bounding. Yeah. All that. So oh, like I've, I've always loved making a fool of myself because I just think it's funny and life's more fun when you're carefree like that. 
So I have a bunch of random costumes. Um, it just so happens that obviously she has all of her costumes as well. She has, I mean, she has these extravagant wigs and full bell attire or whatever. So we thought it'd be cool for Princess Night. She wanted to be a princess and I took her there as a surprise for Christmas. Um, and uh, we were, um, and we did the, she dressed up as like a bound, like as, like, as Ariel, it was super cold. So she had to wear a coat, but she did like an Ariel bound and I didn't have anything for Prince Eric, but I did have my Hamilton costume because I love Hamilton. Uh, and I'm like, this will kind of work. And I, I put that on and everyone was like, you guys, his costumes are so great. Uh, and it just, I don't know, that was fun. I just, it, it kind of just became, I guess, from just being a person who likes to act a fool. I, why, why, put on, why not put a costume on? And since I think it's kind of unfair, sometimes that only kids get to dress up at Disneyland. So when it's an event like this, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm rocking full on the high socks and boots and this coat. And then for Disney, for a Star Wars convention, there's so many cosplayers in that, in that community, especially for Star Wars, like whether they're doing like Bo-Katan or um, any of the Jedis or even people that kind of look like the character, kind of like that guy who dressed up as Walt for Dapper Day and then everyone freaked out because they're like, yeah. what? Mm -hmm. He unfroze his body. Maybe he did come back to life kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that was like a big deal and I, I love that and then finding ways the last time Star Wars Celebration was in Anaheim I took my camera with me and I was just stepping photos of people those people were always hey tag me and just being a part of more community and finding more people that love Star Wars that love Disney that love Marvel that love everything it's it's cool I haven't done a comic-con and I haven't done D23 yet but I definitely want to now because of seeing the passion of people seeing people being passionate about something to the point where they want to dress up and it's Oh, it's so cool because then they take their helmet off or they just talk, yeah, I made this myself or did this. And a lot of the people that have that passion for those things, it gets recognized. Um, not long ago, some of the people that helped, that won the droid competition building thing at Star Wars Celebration helped build BB-8. Some of the people that do all these costumes um, end up being noticed by prop masters and they get hired for films or get end up working on Star Wars 2 because you know, they're passionate about it and they're actually really good because, you know, they just get into it. So uh, I just love all of that um, aspect of just passionate people being passionate about something. It could be, you know, anything, but it's nice that it's Disney or Star Wars or Marvel and getting to be around this, uh, all those folks. It's really cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, it's it's cool to chat with you because I've definitely like, I know we've interacted over Instagram just because like, I like the vibe that you and your girlfriend put out with like, being really into the adult community of Disney. And I feel like it continues to like change this perspective that people have about like what it means to be a Disney adult. And like, it is cool. Like there's a lot of cool stuff happening in the park. So um, thank yeah. you for sharing kind of a little bit more about you and how you got into everything and like involved in the community. Griff, you got any questions for Hans? So I do have one question. It's not really one of those ones that could have been on Disney or Disney just because it's kind of a little bit of a longer response, but I need you to rank the first six Star Wars movies. You can do this full nine if you want to. I need oh. a ranking at least of like your top two at least. Uh, top two are going to be uh, Return of the Je uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. And then, so I, I'd go five, three, five, three, six, one, a four, one, two. So at the bottom you have Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace which were fun, but I think weren't saying they were whatever. But I think Empire Strikes Back mm -hmm. is always really cool. My friends and I talk about mm -hmm. it. It's seeing that movie and 
it's like the bad the good guys are down you know as like they're they're losing and that's how the movie ends you're like left with a cliffhanger like what's going to happen will the galaxy be saved and then seeing uh anakin become vader is just so heart-wrenching uh even now like again looking back at it when he's just like his eyes he's just hi it's, just, mm. it's like i cry almost every time i, I watch the part because especially now knowing where where it goes and having hayden and all that stuff it's just like very emotional but yeah those are probably the the top two would you um five and three have you always been a star wars nerd yeah for the most part not as not as much as i have until recently it's again more of a uh it kind of happened recently so my coworker, also my best friend's dylan he is into all these things and it kind of just like i've always had it in me but he kind of unlocked the key he was like dude just let it out i'm like all right yeah i gotta let it out and i just went full now i have now i have lightsabers and i have jedi tunics and signed memorabilia and all the stuff that I spent way too much money on. <laughs> yeah. I recently saw there's this show on like Netflix that they just put out that's like random collector stuff. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's like this consignment billionaire guy who has this crazy company with collectors. I was thinking about like signed collectibles and I I like started looking at some because I was like oh that seems like a cool thing to get into and I immediately had to be like Jason oh. Cage like, <laughs> it's so wild hobby. <laughs> one of the one of the cool things they had on display this year at Star Wars Celebration was they had the white dress that uh, Carrie Fisher Princess Leia wears at the end of episode four when she's giving them the medals and the suggested sale uh, bidding it started the starting bid was I think 250,000 and it sold for like 2.1 million for a, the dress that she wore. So the collectors are no joke in Star Wars. It is, that it's is legit. Uh, Matt, did you have any questions? What is hold, how are you, uh, the, in the shoes in the back? What's holding that up? Oh, they're, uh, the force is what it is. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's uh, uh, off um, of Amazon. It's just called, called like Jack Cube Design. They're just basically little shoe holders and you just screw them into the drywall and then they come off like a little, it's like a little rack. Ah, okay. Yeah, they're like six bucks a pop. I mean, I I wanted to do the what everyone does, like the boxes like that, but I'm like, oh, yeah. these are like twelve dollars each one, and I have so many shoes. Like, I, what can I do? It's cheaper. And I found this, and then I kind of just they're only like six bucks a pop, and then yeah. I just folded all my boxes like a crazy person. So all the boxes are folded under my bed, and mm -hmm. then. I folded all That's my a boxes. Lot of folding. And then I was like, yeah. why the hell did I do this? <laughs> I was like, never gonna unfold this shit. <laughs> the only one that didn't the only ones that didn't fold were ones that I was like, okay, it's a cool box. Some of the Jordan ones you can't because it's like the, the lid is different, but the SB since they're attached, it was easy to just fold and flatten. Those ones fold well. So too. you so you threw away all the paper? No, the no, because I'm also a crazy person. I folded the paper that corresponds with the <laughs> box with fold. And then I just put oh the extra laces. I put the extra laces in the shoe, and then all the shoes have like old rip socks from skateboarding stuffed in them to keep the creasing down. Interesting. Yeah, yeah the wall setup looks nice, and I <laughs> like you. your your T rack actually. And link me that. Oh yeah, that, that's my my vintage T rack. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, cool. All right, well, I think it's time to wrap it up. Thank you again uh, for everyone listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us. Check out the YouTube. Join us in the Discord. And also, don't forget to uh, enter our uh, our contest, uh, the Park Hop Flex contest. Um, also, just want to make it, uh, just to clarify, a lot of people thought it was like Fit Picks, but 
we're looking for on foot picks for example uh john does a perfect example of that he always takes a picture of his shoes in the park but yeah let's see that heat i know you guys got some so you know let's see what you guys got and yeah there's about three weeks left um you guys got until what is it 23rd of this month and um and yeah so Let's see what you guys got. But yeah, we are Kicks of the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to tag us and use the hashtag Kicks of the Castle. My name is Matt. You can find me on Instagram at the Disney Hype Beast. Ruby, where can the followers find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at Rubes, R-O-O-B-S-S. And Griffin, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Insta at big underscore grip underscore griff. And Hans, where can everyone find you? Uh, Instagram at not of the southern isles because i'm not a bad guy I'm a good guy <laughs> all right so this is hey see and huh? you can find our man oh. john oh. at weekends <laughs> with walt <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm gonna get roasted <laughs> and we are kicks of the castle uh this is season six episode two and we are out peace peace, peace. let's take a ride